Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. Or let me put it back up and start all over. It is important that we understand that having faith in God does not, say that with me, does not. Turn to your neighbor and say, does not. Release us from our responsibilities. Now turn to your neighbor and say, having faith in God does not release me from my responsibility. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Another Look at Faith by Ken Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Ken Hagan's message. See, some of you have faced minor things of a little finances and some other things. Wait till your life is on the line. Let's see how much faith you got then. Many of our missionaries have faced that. Having faith does not mean you'll never face another problem. Having faith simply means that you will know how to deal with them. You must recognize that you have a problem before your faith will work for you. You see, it's not denying the existence of something. It's realizing that it does exist, but then knowing that God's Word has said that you could have contrary to what you're facing. And it's simply a matter of making a choice to believe God's Word and then after having done all, to still stand on God's Word saying, God said it, I believe it, therefore I have it. When you can't see it, feel it, touch it, taste it, or anything else, you are still standing on God's Word, praising Him because it's done. I'm talking about faith. I'm talking about real faith. Thank God he will meet our every need. And I don't mean to minimize our financial problems and our small problems that we have. I don't mean to minimize that at all because they're just as real to you as a tremendously big problem is. But what I was trying to contrast to you and get you to realize is that it's easy to say you believe God when you're sitting snug and secure. And it's another thing to believe God when the chips are down and your life is at stake. Now, number three, faith is not neglect. It is important that when we understand or let me put it back up and start all over. It is important that we understand that having faith in God does not, say that with me, does not. Turn to your neighbor and say, does not. Release us from our responsibilities. Now turn to your neighbor and say, 
Having faith in God does not release me from my responsibilities. See, so many people think of that when they have faith in God, that they're released from fulfilling their responsibilities in life. Not at all. There is a natural life. We live in a natural world and there are things that have to be done while we are trusting and believing God. See, some people say, well, I'm going to live by faith and put their feet up on the table. That's neglecting the responsibility that is yours to provide. One area that some people, and sometimes ministers are more, do this more than others, but a lot of other people, that is neglect of, the, of, of our own physical body. Now I'm preaching up here. It's hot on this stage. I don't know whether you realize it or not. It's warm up here. We got lights shining on you and these hot lights and they generate heat. Now, when I finish, I will have perspired and my shirt will be damp with perspiration. I will go to the door to stand to shake hands with people. This is my time to go to the north door. There is a north wind blowing. Every time that door is open, which is quite a bit as people going in, the cold wind's going to be blowing in on me. You see, I've got a, a top coat in the back that I'm going to put on and put it up and turn my collar up and put it up around my throat. Why? Because I don't have any faith? No, because I got some sense. See, sometimes people are always asking God to heal them after they've done something crazy. They better ask for forgiveness and then ask for healing. I have seen very intellectual people get involved with the faith, get involved in believing God and just go absolutely crazy doing crazy things. Now God comes and blesses us in our ignorance. But there's a time that we need to realize that we have a responsibility to take care of ourselves. You just can't push the body and keep pushing the body and keep pushing the body or it'll fold up on you. In Philippians 2, 26, 27, and 30, it says this, For he, Epaphroditus, longed after you all and was full of heaviness because that you had heard that he had been sick. For indeed he was sick, nigh unto death, but God had mercy on him, and not him only, but also on me, lest I should also have sorrow upon sorrow. Now, a lot of people don't understand that, but you will in a minute. Number 30 says, because for the work of Christ, he was nigh to death, not regarding his life to supply your lack of service toward me. We says about that verse 30, he recklessly exposed his life. As you study this, it seems that most of the Bible scholars will say, and I'm not going to be dogmatic on it, but most of them will say that Epaphroditus was in trouble because he had overworked his body while ministering. 
his intentions were good. He was working for the Lord, but nevertheless, he ne neglected the proper care for his body and his body quit on him. And the reason Paul said that I, at least I should have sorrow upon sorrow is because he was working with Paul and helping Paul and he continued to, and Paul would be sorrowful that, that he had lost a fellow worker, but then he would also be, feel sorry because of the fact that this man was working with him in the ministry and that Paul had allowed him to do this. That's the way I interpret it, okay? But see, we got to take care of ourselves. That does not hinder your faith in the least. We cannot recklessly expose ourselves to danger. Many people going in to visit somebody that has got, got a very contagious disease and they tell you to put on a mask and all of this. And I have seen people, oh, bless God, I'm a man of faith. I'm a man of faith. I'll go in there. Blah, 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 blah. I tell you what, I believe God and I've received some tremendous things in our life. But if I have one of you that is in a critical situation in with a very communicable disease and I go up to the hospital and they say, Pastor, we recommend that you put on this, this deal and that you put on a mask and so forth and so on, I am going to have enough sense to do what they recommend. But it's not going to hinder my faith. But yet we got so many people that are going crazy and just uh, doing stupid things. In addition to having faith for our health, we should also get the proper exercise, rest, and nutrition. What about faith in medical care? I'll tell you what. Medical science is a wonderful thing. Who, who do you think give those doctors and so forth the, the knowledge to find out what they did? God has. Who do you think give those doctors the knowledge to find medicines for some things that can keep you alive? If you happen to be in that category, I suggest you take that medicine and continue to take it and keep yourself alive while you're building your faith and believing God. Brother O.B. Braun in Fort Worth, Texas, he's gone to be with the Lord several years ago now. He had had sugar diabetes for, I don't know, 30 years, I think. My dad held him many, many revivals and meetings. And finally, Brother Bond got a hold of a believing God. And so every morning he checked his insulin checked his insulin count and then gave himself a shot, the proper dosage that he had to give. And he said, he said this for several months, every morning, when he gave himself that shot. I thank God. God's working in my body to affect the healing and the cure. Eat 
by that time was an elderly man, and he, a bee flew in the car, and he was fighting the bee and run up over the curtain hit the telephone pole, and so he wasn't hurt, but they asked him to go anyway to get checked out, so he called his doctor, and they met him, and they checked him out, and he was fine, but when the doctor was looking in his eyes, he said, uh, could you stay and we could run a few tests? Something's changed. But he knew that the last two or three days that he hadn't had to take any insulin at all. They run the test on him and the man said, I don't know, I don't know what it is. And I've been your doctor all these years and for all these years you've had to take this insulin but, but now your pancreas is working and you're supplying your own insulin. Don't take any more. You don't have to take any more. And from then till the time he went on to be with the Lord, he never took any more insulin. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. This month's special offer is the three CD series by Ken Hagen, Don't Let Your Stress Become Distress. For $21, get this dynamic resource to start your new year off right. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And of course, our Oklahoma City Church at 8921 Northwest Expressway in Oklahoma City, Come on Sunday night at 6 p.m. and experience right. Sunday morning on Sunday, on night. Sunday night. Hey, you got the whole weekend and come, you know, a lot of people go on Sunday morning or they go on a Saturday night. Hey, just come on Sunday night. That's After right. you've had a good weekend, come. We're having a good time together there in Oklahoma City. Just come on out and be with us. Make plans to join us next week at this same time and station for a new week of teaching from the Rama Archives by Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week here on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.